Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is September 2nd, 2023. This is your WWE Payback review. Usually, Denise Salcedo is here with me. She is on scene in Chicago, Illinois for AEW All Out, where some things have been happening there as well. We also usually have an AEW Collision review. If there's anything you want to talk about regarding Collision, we can here. We can on the All Out post show tomorrow night. This show brought to you by NordVPN, Athletic Greens, and Fightful Select. FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business. Uh, right now, we've got a post-show review for uh, this WWE Payback show with Alex and Kate. A little bit of a more sour review. We've got a, a monster update on CM Punk firing, which we covered at length today. Just uh, an insane amount of stuff there. We had news that Brian Danielson was backstage at Collision. We have AEW All Out betting odds, uh, Jack Perry news, uh, Young Bucks. We, we broke the news that they were going to appear on Collision as well. A payback scoops thread with the match order, producers, a lot of backstage news, um, just a, a ton of stuff. We had a pay-per-view preview show that Rob Wilkins did as well. Just, man, so much stuff. FightfulSelect.com. We're going to have a bunch more on Sunday. If you're here, leave us a thumbs up. Send us a super chat here at youtube.com slash Fightful, over 100,000 strong. We are so happy uh, that you're here with us. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. You can get your super chats or humper chats in. If you want your questions or statements read on the air, your thoughts 
uh, targeted, covered, discussed. You de- you basically deem uh, the direction of this show and what you want to talk about the most. Our great moderator, Luis, will help us out. And of course, we're going to be talking about CM Punk as well. CM Punk fired with cause by AEW. Uh, certainly don't think this is the last of that story. Um, just, just a lot of stuff uh, that they're there to talk about. I mean, the CM Punk stuff, especially, is just you know shocking, shocking, but not really. Like you, you had to see some of this coming, and and we've already got some super chats, humper chats. Daniel says you often say you talk to CM Punk's team or someone in his camp. What does that usually mean? Guessing maybe a lawyer or PR. Do most wrestlers have a team of representation? Uh, or the person himself? It means either the person themselves, somebody close to them, uh, manager, agent, lawyer, any number of things. Uh, Arduit says, uh, sorry for asking here, but it, what is? But with the change for the Ricky Starks match, is Danielson 100%? He wasn't able to do all in but he can do a show a week later. Sean, thanks for the report. Stay positive, friend. I'm going to find out a little bit more on that. I had a story prepped for early in the week on Fightful Select, uh, which, I mean, it kind of got scooped a little bit by Dave because Meltzer put out there that Danielson would be cleared for October. I had specifically been told that Danielson was planned for Wrestle Dream and had an opponent in mind as well. And Mike the Jeweler, a big monster humper chat, says, as much as I was a fan of CM Punk, it hurts, but CM Petty needed to get his ego in check. He's great in the ring on the mic, but at the end of the day, he needs to get his ego in check. One bill, Phil. Sean, another $100 humper chat. Not a broke-ass bitch like you said last time. If there's one thing that that Mike the Jeweler isn't is a broke-ass bitch, that is for sure. Mike, I want to say sincerely thank you for all the support you have shown us this week. Uh, we are publicly funded by you guys, by and large. The sponsors that we have, you know, it it chips away at a very, very little amount. And I want to tell you guys, don't sleep on that SmackDown show. We got post uh, ROH, post Impact, uh, AEW, Collision, NXT, all that good stuff. We are here every night except for Sunday night. And this week we're here on Sunday night as well. Big Man Griff says, is there anything to the fact that the ring skirts at Payback are advertising WWE Network and not Peacock? Is there a chance NBC could lose the streaming rights in the U.S.? Yeah, there's always uh, a possibility. All those, uh, those aren't up for, for quite a bit. But um, that was something I hadn't even noticed regarding the WWE Network advertising. But it's always possible that they could le- lose the streaming rights. They're going to look to maximize those. Jonathan Corona says, not going to lie, I missed the pyro on Raw and SmackDown. I do too a little bit. Call Me Crazy says, Payback was great. One of the best pay-per-views of the year. I enjoyed it an awful lot, and we are about to get kicked off with something I really enjoyed. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus in a cage match. Uh, we reported on FightfulSelect.com that P.D. Williams produced this. Usually this would be a role for T.J. Wilson. However, uh, P.D. Williams doing some great work. And Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus doing some great work here. The build of this match left a lot to be desired. Like I, I didn't necessarily like a lot of the the promos that we saw, a lot of the build and all that, and they really just stretched this out a, a long ass time. It, it was it really did get stretched 
ages. Now, we had reported on Select. This was budgeted for about 18 minutes. It ended up going 20, and it needed every bit of it because this was a phenomenal match. You are quickly reminded why and who the hell Becky Lynch is in a match like this. And this was a main event level performance to open up the, the show in a match that a lot of people weren't necessarily looking forward to because of how long it had been stretched out because of some of the questionable build, but they went out there and had a match that was worthy of the first ever women's WrestleMania main eventer and one of the most legendary women of all time. I thought the callback was amazing uh, being the, the Trish Stratus using the widow's peak. And I love that they referenced it on commentary and they said, Victoria used that in the first ever women's cage match. You had Trish Stratus getting hit with the twist of fate from Becky Lynch. You had uh, Trish Stratus getting hung upside down outside the cage as well. Phenomenal stuff here. The work was really, really good. Now, this was portrayed as a cage match to keep Zoe Stark out. Now, this does undermine cage matches in general because the idea is okay well you're, you're putting a cage so zoe can stay out but then becky wanted her in when zoe uh, made her presence felt and slammed that that cage door in becky's face becky locked her in whipped her ass too and then finished off with a manhandle slam off the top rope uh, a fantastic finish by the way and i, I do think this kind of put the bow on Becky and Zoe, because Becky won the match this past week uh, the, the, that really got it, got her win back and then some over Zoe. Zoe has killed it with Trish Stratus, I think. I think she's just been phenomenal. I think she's been really, really good. Becky gets her win. Trish can move on to something else, presumably, if she's hanging around. And Zoe is now done with Becky because Becky... You know, she beat her once, Becky beat her twice, and then Becky sort of shut her up here. And afterwards, Trish is playing the blame game and ends up eating a knee to the face as a result. Zoe has been just wonderful. Denise and I were at the WrestleMania Media Day, and when we talked to Zoe, we were like, man, this, this girl's really good at media. Like, really, really good. I just did an interview with her recently as well. Phenomenal. And she put over Becky Lynch a lot for helping her. So, uh, Man, this this one was phenomenal. I thought this set the bar really high for the show. And then afterwards, we got Tiffany Stratton and Becky Lynch progress. Now, I've had people asking me, like, oh, is this a plan? Is this a plan? Yeah, it's a plan. If you're on TV saying Becky Lynch's name, it better be planned. Because <laughs> listen, that's, that's a, she's not a, a political person, but within WWE, if you're going out just shouting her name out, there better be a plan there, and there is. And I thought that the Tiffany Stratton stuff was phenomenal. So good. For everybody that wrote off the Performance Center as, a, as an ability to develop talent and cultivate talent from the ground up, Tiffany Stratton is a perfect example. This was a main roster level promo that she delivered to Becky Lynch. She was like, you know what? I'm really sorry because I talked about being better than all the great NXT champions like Bailey and Sasha and Charlotte. And I mentioned you, but you were never NXT champion. Ooh, that was good. 
And this gives Becky something to do for quite a while. This gives Becky something to do for the next two, three months, whether it be on Raw or NXT. Because I think right now, as things stand, Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley should main event one night of WrestleMania. As things stand, that should be a main event of WrestleMania. KE775 says, do you think Becky Tiffany will primarily be on NXT or do you think they'll give Tiffany some exposure on Raw? I assume they'll do it at No Mercy. I don't know what, I don't know what, is that an NXT show? NXT, yeah, that's they're, they're doing that one because Fastlane is in Indianapolis. I'll be there. Uh, no Mercy's Bakersfield, September 30th. It would make a lot of sense to do it at No Mercy as well. I think Becky should at least win that title briefly and then drop it back to Tiffany Stratton as well. But I think that we're gonna see um, we're gonna see some of this on Raw. We should. It's a hunch, not a report. Ke seven seven five says, "Do you think Trish will stick around to put over Zoe, or do you think she rides off into the sunset?" Well, man, if she wanted to ride off into the sunset, this is a hell of a match to ride off into the sunset on. I mean, Becky Lynch, I don't think has ever been better in the ring than she's been the last two years since she came back from maternity leave. But I think it'd be nice if she put over Zoe too and really solidified Zoe as one of the next. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be a nice thing to do. Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Let me know what you guys want to talk about. Chris says, is it weird to say maybe Punk tried to get fired? No, it's not that weird. Uh, he had said multiple times, I hate this place. I'm not saying he did, though. Kim Gray said, imagine me getting the YouTube alert today of Punk's firing right as my son is about to blow out his birthday candles today. Like, stop, hold up, happy birthday to him. Uh, it is also my wife's birthday, so one wasn't an optimal birthday today. John Cena comes out. He's interrupted by The Miz. It was announced earlier in the night that John Cena was going to be the special guest referee for the LA Knight Miz match. John Cena was announced as the host of WWE Payback last night. He had no idea what that was by the, at the start of the day. I don't think a lot of, of people here knew what the hell that was or what it would consist of. But, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where if you have John Cena, you put him on the show because I have criticized WWE in the past, specifically 2020 and 2021. They had John Cena come in for the Firefly Funhouse match. And then they didn't use him subsequently. They didn't you know, have him on the show, even though they had him in, in a period where the world stood still. Nobody was filming anything except for WWE. That's it. However, I do understand the Fiend sort of wrote John Cena off for over a year there. So that's understandable. But still, pandemic you get John Cena in at some point, have him film some squash matches, put him on SmackDown. Then, in 2021, they had him do like eight dark matches and a bunch of live events and didn't put him on TV through a, a significant portion of that. Like, like, put him on TV, man. Pop a rating. Do something. Now, they're doing great live numbers, and they're like, yeah, he's back on TV because of the strike. 
So we get the special guest referee situation. I thought the Miz held his own on the mic as well. And this is something that I said last night when I popped onto that post SmackDown show. If you are working with John Cena on the microphone while he's in town, while he's doing these shows, get your shit in. Otherwise, he will embarrass you. Or he'll just say some stuff that makes absolutely no sense. Like when Austin Theory and him had that feud earlier this year, and he said, well, even if you beat me, you've got to come back here on Monday and face this crowd. And I'm thinking, bro, what crowd? What, what's he got to face? The same people that have been booing him even before you came along? Like, what? what's so big about that? Oh, no, he's got to deal with the Raw After Mania crowd that is very, very tepid now. So I thought Jimmy Uso did a good job last night. I thought that uh, The Miz did a good job tonight as well. We'll see how, how that progresses. We got LA Knight in The Miz. This, I thought, was one of LA Knight's better in-ring matches. Like, listen, you, when you get Miz and LA Knight, you are not going to have, like, the fluidity of, like, a Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia match. That's not going to happen. That's not what they do. They're going to do some stuff. You're going to see them get thrown into turnbuckles and tables and stuff like that. You'll see LA Knight try to jump onto something like a split second, lose some balance, recover, do his thing. That's almost like a trademark of his now. But what I found interesting was him chopping it up with Cena, him going back and forth with Cena. And what I loved is that every interaction that LA Knight had with Cena, he looked like he belonged with Cena. And you had John Cena pulling him away from the chokes and all that stuff. It seemed like there was more than just a brush up against John Cena here. But in this particular situation, LA Knight felt like he belonged right there with John Cena. He didn't let John, I'm not saying John Cena was trying to, but he didn't let John Cena overshadow him. And I thought that was good. Uh, the way that they've been delivering those uh, blunt force traumas, is that what it is, the BFT? He's been hitting those really, really good. Up on the ramp, he waited quite a bit before shaking John Cena's hand. Just one of those little things that LA Knight is so good at and has been good at for a very, very long time where he's not just like, yeah, yeah I want to shake your hand, you're John Cena. He's like, no, I see why you want to shake my hand. It's because I'm L.A. Knight. Love it. Jonathan Corona says, I know this might not happen, but who knows? But hey, maybe CM Punk and L.A. Knight promos would be fire and that hot and that tag team title match was fire. Even got Michael Cole to say, holy shit, a good show. I would love to see an L.A. Knight CM Punk promo, to be honest with you. I think that would be phenomenal. I think that would be a whole lot of fun. Uh, Shane Helms produced this segment as reported by FightfulSelect.com. Big 5 says, felt really bad for Ricky Starks. He seemed upset and lost. They did not let him know until tonight who he was facing at uh, AEW All Out. And Brian Danielson, I think, is a quite a fantastic pivot. If you missed AEW Collision, <laughs> Ricky Starks challenged, uh, challenged the Dragon, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And signed the contract. And Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was like, oh, you're facing the dragon, all right. It's the American dragon. I thought that was fantastic. 
United States title. Rey Mysterio defeated Austin Theory. For some reason, internally, there were question marks by Rey Mysterio's name. I, I don't know what the hell was up there, but KE775 says his theory now out of the U.S. title picture. I would hope so if they give him a rematch again after the, the feud or the the title reign wasn't booked very well. The match was okay. But people were pretty damn happy when Rey Mysterio won. And Rey Mysterio is in what I would imagine is the twilight of his career. But Theory's very directionless right now. Theory needs a little bit of something. Or a little bit of someone. Now, I don't know if it's teaming with Grayson Waller like he did last night. Or The Miz or somebody like that. But it just isn't clicking. It just isn't working now i think that something with him can work i don't think he's he's necessarily banished to the forever we're not going to care about it situation a care about him situation but i i think that a lot of people just weren't connecting with his title reign i mean he beat sheamus he beat jay uso he beat ridge holland i think i think he beat uh, maybe it was a contender match but either way, he beat Sheamus. Like, I had the win over Cena. It just wasn't good. He beat Edge. Like, Lashley as well. I, I'm pretty sure Rollins at one point. Like, he was, he beat some names during this reign, but just nobody cared for whatever reason. And I don't think they should have him involved with the way or anything like that, unless it's sort of a directionless type of guy where he's like, what's next? I got to go back to what's familiar. But he is directionless. He's directionless on screen, so maybe he should be directionless as a character, and that sort of leads him back there. However, the way is over on Raw, so I, I can't see them just tossing him back over to Raw when they got Jey Uso there. Michael Branson says, shout out to the ref that moved into position to count a pin when Theory moved Ray off his legs at the end of the match. Yeah. I thought the ref, uh, boy, I'll tell you, the refs did a great job in that tag match too. Jesus Christ. They they killed it. They absolutely killed it. Incredible work there. Uh, as mentioned, uh, Fightful Select had the producer list. Uh, Adam Pierce produced this Austin Theory Rey Mysterio match. I like the idea of Rey Mysterio as uh, U.S. champion as well. Man, I'll tell you, whenever I talk to athletes, uh, anybody that that's like celebrity or celebrity contingent, Rey Mysterio is one of the, the top names that I hear about when people say, when I say who's your favorite or who was your favorite. Somebody said John Cena was the worst ref of the night. Yeah, by far, <laughs> by far. Will says, SRS, do you see if the strike doesn't stop? Can you see WWE having Cena past the eight weeks? Yes, I could see them having Cena past the eight weeks. So, as reported on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, um, they didn't expect to have John Cena. It was a product of this strike. So when they had him for money in the bank, there was no real anticipation that he was going to be around for any long period of time. Then it became he became available. They announced last night that he'll be appearing on SmackDown for the next couple of months. He was on tonight's PLE. He absolutely should have been on this PLE. If you can put John Cena on the show, you do. And he even said 
he knows that his last is coming sooner than later. He he knows his last isn't right now, but it's coming up. And I mean, I think we are well adjusted to a world without John Cena in it in wrestling, you know, besides him doing the come out and wave and five knuckle shuffle and all that. Like we we are we are well removed from Cena being an active, relevant competitor. You know what I mean? Like he had the the guest spot against Roman Reigns, and that made an awful lot of sense, right? To ha- put on a major match at Allegiant Stadium against Roman Reigns, of course. What did he do before that? He had The Fiend, Firefly Funhouse. Okay, that that lived on a, an island of its own. He did the the match where The Undertaker completely squashed him. He didn't even work Mania in 2019. Uh, But, I mean, he wasn't advertised for WrestleMania in 2018. 2017 was what? The mixed tag? So it's been a long time since John Cena has been around and relevant within the booking of the show from a top perspective. I could see them doing it one more time. I could see them doing it one more time. Well, if you're looking at your pay-per-view bills and you're saying, my God, I can't pay those. I can't do that. Not now. Not one more time. Not ever. Well, my friends, I've got something that's going to be able to help you. I've got a service that's going to be able to save you money. I've got a service that I use every day of my life. But This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Especially on pay-per-view weekends like this. 
called NordVPN.com. Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff, (laughs) any combination of the three, if they're doing a fight circus or something like that, this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys. Change your virtual location, pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the UK, in Australia, etc., etc. And you can get different interfaces. Maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be, the way that it was designed to be, the easy navigation, so on and so forth. Maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials. Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check it out, my friends. You are going to love NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Andrew Martin says, Punk isn't fired and has to be a work to set up angle. No. Will Chisholm says, I know he said he hits, hates working out, but WWE should try to get Batista. He is adamant that he is retired. Absolutely adamant to re- say he retired. Easy Breezy says, if you were Cena... Who would you book for your last match? Good work the last few few weeks with all this news, good or bad, Sean. Uh, Thank you very much. It's been a very exhausting few weeks. Um, Didn't think it would get any crazier than a couple of weeks last year, but it's it's pretty wild, man. Uh, Cena's last match. Ooh. Somebody who can do the same for him that The Undertaker and Kurt Angle did for him. Well, let's talk about what I thought was match of the night. Holy crap. <laughs> I saw the runtime this is going to get. They actually got a little less time than what, what was expected. Judgment Day defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You guys are going to have to help me remember all the spots in this one even. That's how good it was. Holy crap. The The... Pittsburgh Penguins uh, hockey gear. Kevin Owens gets busted open. The Swanton through the table. There were about eight people within this match that all killed it. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, the, the participants. You have Rhea Ripley running in, hitting the spear through the barricade ahead of her world title match. Phenomenal. You got Dominic running in, doing everything that he can, being the the gnat being the fly buzzing around in your ear. You got J.D. McDonough. Man, Finn Balor's tether getting power bombed out of his boots by Kevin Owens. And the unsung hero of this entire thing, uh, the referee. Uh, Chad Patton, I believe, is who was assigned that. Chad Patton kicked so much ass in this match. He did a phenomenal job at refing this match. Just an incredible job. 
Michael Hayes produced this, and it should be no surprise that oftentimes when I ask people who pitched this crazy-ass spot, they'll be like, yeah, Michael Hayes, he came in here, he looked around, he figured out what we could jump off of, and there we go. 1LT Photo says, KO Swanton from the crowd with the cool camera angle. I want to put over... I really want to put over WWE for their camera work. They're, you know, they're, they're not without fault. They still do some zooms and some cuts. But if you look back to when Roman Reigns won his title three years ago, you'll be nauseous at all the cuts and zooms. And now it is a much, much more palatable presentation. It is such a better presentation the way it is now than what it was three years ago. And it really all started with the shield and they wanted to shake and zoom and have the chaos. It was even worse back then when they first started it off. But finally, finally, after a decade of that horseshit, they scaled it back and now you don't get nauseous whenever you watch. It was so bad for so long, they had to put up extra footage of the AJ Styles debut and the Edge return. Because they were doing cuts, 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 zooms, all that good stuff. Jay Miller says, happy birthday to your wife, Sean. The Steel City Street Fight ruled. Any word on if KO came out of the match okay? Senton table spot was nuts. Seemed okay. I heard he was in good spirits backstage. What that means, I don't know. Uh, But I can tell you this. There have been... Four different times I can remember checking on Kevin Owens or asking about Kevin Owens whenever it looked like he got hurt. And I remember, you know, when he's hobbling around because of the boot or there are two different times when his head got slammed on the ring steps. And every one of those four times I was told he's just good at his job. And he is. He's really, really great at his job. So uh, I would imagine he... I would imagine that they probably took good care of him backstage. A little bleeding for him, not a big deal. Not a big deal. Judgment Day wins. So, oh my God, I love this visual, man. Uh, Judgment Day gets the win, and it doesn't make Sammy and Kevin look bad. It doesn't bury the ref, because this is all legal, man. The extent of, of it making Sammy and Kevin look bad is like they, they should have planned. They should have had somebody else. They should have had some help. But other than that, it was five on two. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. But this visual was phenomenal. Rhea Ripley with the Women's World Championship. Damian Priest with two championships and money in the bank. Finn Balor with the two tag team championships and Dominic Mysterio with the NXT North American title. These guys have carried such a heavy part of this show for so long. Now, it has gotten a little bit tedious and a little bit redundant to see them against KO, uh, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes all the time. Very, very tedious. Dozens of matches. I feel like I've seen it all, right? I feel like I've seen it all with them. But there is no denying that they have put WWE Raw on their back and really supported the card from top to bottom. 
wherever you need these guys on a show. You need an opponent for Cody Rhodes? Well, there you go. You need somebody to step up and be a world championship contender? Well, there's Finn Balor. You need a team? Just in general? All right, there you go. You need a good manager? All right, there's Dominic and there's Rhea. You need some good conflict? There you go. You need some comedy? There you go. How about a Money in the Bank winner? Well, there's Damian Priest, and it adds some intrigue as well. Rhea Ripley, Women's World Champion. I would like to see her compete more, but we'll talk talk about that later. They have done a phenomenal job. Both Judgment Day and the booking of Judgment Day, keeping them fairly strong. I do understand if people say that they they find them a little stale, though, but they've done incredible. Van Twinblade said, someone asked about Sunny Kiss during the Punk stream. Uh, she was in the main event of Effie's Big Gay Brunch 7 this afternoon. I've reached out to AEW and Sunny Kiss about Sunny's status with the company. Sunny is off the AEW roster page now. And the speculation is that the deal has expired. We'll see. Oh, man, Arduit sent a monster super chat. But first, I want to get to Matt Hennessy saying, honestly, Sammy and Kevin are, ca- are, are tag team of the year, in my opinion. So we did our first ever Fightful Awards in January, and I was so proud. We had, had over 100,000 votes. Uh, FightfulSelect.com subscribers all voted on it, and I, I was just so very, very proud of of the first off AEW, WWE and everything in between. It wasn't like AEW bias or WWE bias or anything like that. I felt like we had a really honest set of voters there. Like bloodline did really, really great. Bianca Belair did great. Um, I am so fascinated to see how the voting goes in January when we, when we nail down, this year's winners. And, and I mean, it'll feature the last couple of weeks of 2022 as well. Uh, in Simmons says, congrats to Ballery becoming grand slam champion tonight. Seth and Owens reign was a little disappointing though, as a whole could have been better. Yeah. I certainly see how, how some people could say that. Unfortunately, Kevin Owens got hurt and, and you can't help that. You can't predict that. That is a bummer, but let's take a look back at their reign. They retained over the Usos in April. They retained over Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa in May. They retained over Imperium in June. They retained over Pretty Deadly in June as well. I got to see that one. That one was a lot of fun. They retained over the Judgment Day in July. And they didn't wrestle in August. Uh, Kevin Owens was hurt for uh, quite a bit of that. But they they defended here in September, which qualifies. So yeah, I look at it and I'm like, okay, from a storyline perspective, it left some to be desired. But Usos, Bloodline, Imperium, Pretty Deadly, Judgment Day, five title defenses in the the five months or so. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Joshua Ward says, I like the match, but felt a little overbooked when it was five on two and Judgment Day still barely winning. Where do you go from there? Well, I mean, Judgment Day is on cloud nine right now, but. Judgment Day still barely winning. You got J.D. McDonough, you got Rhea Ripley, you got uh, Dominic Mysterio. They took all of that for them to beat KO and Sammy. It's more about instead of making Judgment Day looking weak, it was more about making KO and Sammy look strong even in defeat because they didn't win the main event of WrestleMania. 
Arduit, my friend, my God, thank you so much, sincerely. Uh, hey, Sean, this whole punk thing made me think about how long I've been on Fightful Select, June 21. Then how long I've been following your channel, June 2019. So we're calling this back pay. Thank you, Alex Kate, for the amazing content. Thanks, y'all. Thank you so much, sincerely. Like I, I've mentioned this before, we are largely publicly funded and all of our shows do not make money. So this means an awful lot to me. Uh, somebody asked me what covering CM Punk's career has meant to me. Quite literally, it changed my life. I don't rely on it. I would much rather just be covering contract news and stuff like that. But that's not the nature of, of what my job is. I, I want to cover what you guys want covered. Um, people asking about Pretty Deadly. Elton Prince is hurt. He was at the tapings last night, though. Uh, ringside at a dark match. The Grayson Waller effect with Cody Rhodes. Oh, boy. Now, before we get into this, Steven says, uh, bigger match, Cena versus Cody or Cena versus Gunther? Cena versus, versus Cody is the bigger match, but um, I think that Cena and Gunther should happen. I think that should be a WrestleMania match, honestly. Which Cody and Cena could be too, but Cody needs to win that by far. Cody comes out. He's makes fun of Grayson Waller for effectively being a rookie, which uh, isn't true, but I like within this world, he kind of is. He's, he's about six and a half years in. But uh, he's like, I know the drill. You're going to say some weird stuff to me. I hit you with the crossroads. Should we, should we just get to the punch? And Grayson's like, no, I'm a professional. No way. No way. And Cody's like, yeah, we'll just shut up. I got some important stuff to announce. I look at SmackDown, I look at where they are, I look at a person who left, I used my political pull and called in some favors to get Jay Uso on WWE Raw. Now, here's something I like about this. It's somebody he's familiar with and probably maintains a mutual respect with within the context of this story, right? But also, we're not sure if he even likes Jay Uso. Maybe he just likes the fact that he can mess with Roman's head a little bit more because why wouldn't he want to do that? Maybe this is a part of an elaborate master plan. Alex Silva says, Jay beat Gunther, Jay versus Jimmy, IC title at Mania 40. I could see that happening. I could see Jay Uso being the one to beat Gunther for the title. JM says, just me, Uso, day one-ish, banger song. So uh, we, we heard Jimmy Uso's new theme last night, which by the way, his segment with Mia Yim was hilarious. But Jay Uso has largely the same Uso theme song, but it says, uh, it's just catered to him. It says, just me, Uso, day one-ish. A lot more aggressively even than the original tag theme. I thought it was really good, too. So we see Jay Uso, and I can tell you, WWE has high hopes for him. Paul Heyman specifically has high hopes for him. Like behind the scenes, internally, all that good stuff has very high hopes for Jey Uso. They really believe that the feud and the tag title reign and the last three years have put Jey Uso in an area where separate of Roman Reigns, he can do something. Um, of course, we've got the number one Jey Uso fan, Demon Diva, in the chat. Great to see you, Demon Diva. Great to see you. Tommy Maynard says, thought Cody was going to announce he was moving to Fridays. Thanks for the coverage today. Stoked for AEW's future. I thought for a moment that we were going to see Cody say, I'm going to SmackDown as well. I was like, damn, bro. 
Okay. Okay. Don says, do you think it, or actually, sorry about that. We, we are now moving on. To- <laughs> Thought so too. What do you think is the main event of Fastlane? Ooh. The main event of Fastlane. God, that's a tough one. Rollins defending against somebody. It can't be against Nakamura now. I would really have loved to have seen Drew McIntyre go heel and go on a run and then that main event. But we had Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Rodriguez. I'll be at Fastlane, by the way, or at least I'm planning to. Rhea Ripley defeating Raquel Rodriguez. Man, I didn't quite get the hate for this one. I thought this was a fine match. And I i mean, I saw people saying like worst match of the night. I didn't think there was really a bad match. I didn't think it was bad at all. And I, I looked at it and I saw that people were like saying it was a bad match. And it's like, hey, you're entitled to your opinion. I just, I thought that them beating the living snot out of each other was all right. Raquel obviously has not had many 17 and a half minute matches. We can be real about that. And and maybe that depth was somewhat uncharted for her. Because as I'm looking back, like I can't see, I see that she had, uh, okay, the last one she had close to that length was the Ronda Rousey match that was phenomenal on December 30th at SmackDown. Phenomenal. I thought this was good stuff, man, but maybe it's because I was so excited for it. Was it as good as I thought it was going to be? No, it wasn't. Uh, I thought that this could have been like top of the line, sirloin beef, sons of bitches stuff. Will Chisholm says, got to admit, I loved the cage match and Rhea Raquel. I liked it too. Uh, And this was a a little bit more of a slow pace than than some matches that we, we see put in this slot. But I think you kind of needed that. I don't know if, you know, the the hold working over the ribs thing is for everybody, but it was for me. And I, you know, for, for all the complaints that there is about the women not getting enough time and the women not getting enough build and the women not getting enough this, I thought that they built this. They teased it. They set it up with a challenge. They told you when it was. They like, by the way, guys, don't don't troll in the chat. You're just going to get booted. But then they gave them time. They gave them a lot of time. The two women's matches coupled together. Averaged about 38 or averaged about 18 and a half minutes. Yeah, 18, 19 and a half minutes. That's pretty damn good, man. Pretty damn good. You had one go over 20. You had a title match go uh, about 17 and a half. Dream Ninja says it was a slow, stiff Haas fight. I liked it. And I get it. It ain't going to be for everybody. But I looked at it and I was like, all right, cool. Dominic got involved. That gives Rhea a little bit of it, or Raquel a little bit of an out as well. Don says, do you think it was a solid week for WWE's women? Raw and NXT main event. Decent time match on SmackDown. 
two 15-minute pay-per-view matches. Yeah, we saw progression with the Shotzi storyline. We saw progression with uh, with the Becky and Tiffany Stratton storyline. We saw Rhea involved in the match of the night, the tag team match where she hit that spear as well. Uh, Zelina all over the damn show in a managing aspect as well. I mean, my God, there, there were two LWO matches last night and then one tonight. So, I mean, and you know, more screen time, the better. Majestic Marie says it's not much, but wanted to thank you for doing a great job and being unbiased in your reporting. Love your work. Rhea, Raquel, and had an awesome strong girl match. Good PLE all around. That's how I felt. It's a good strong girl match and a good PLE. Thank you for the kind words. I promise you guys I, I will do my best, uh, as always, to provide uh, unbiased coverage. I mean, uh, the, the, you know, ultimately it's subjective entertainment. Rhea Raquel was okay, says Jared. Raquel needs character charisma for the crowd to get behind her. Best parts were the big women slapping meat. It wasn't giving overall. I mean, Raquel's gimmick is pretty much that she has a back. <laughs> she comes out there. She flexes. Eh, let's give her a little bit of something. Now, I've mentioned this numerous times on the show. There are some people that think that she should be menacing and all that. That's really not her. She's a really, really nice woman. Just very, very kind. She's pleasant to talk to. Just like there's just not a lot bad to say about her in an in, in interpersonal communication uh, standpoint here. So, uh, yeah, somebody's asking where Lee Moriarty is. Uh, he's just been out the last couple of weeks, I think. Like he's he worked ROH. He's he was teaming with the workhorsemen and stuff, but he's. Filmed like three matches. He's been there. He was he worked Lexington when I was there. Cause he worked Lord Crew, a friend of mine. He's around, but just mainly working ROH. Alex Hero says a little sour on AEW after this week. We'll refrain from watching it for now. I think it was a perfect time for WWE to put on a great show. Thanks for being a phenomenal journalist and reporting the facts. I do it to the best of my ability, my friend. I hope you uh end up giving AEW WWE impact, whatever you got another chance like don't let this ruin you on wrestling like ultimately there's something for everybody in simmons says i don't think they should hold out for jay versus jimmy at mania i think the four-way is right there for the main event in a perfect world the main event of survivor series in november is ic champ jay versus u.s champ jimmy you know that could be a good one too jay or jimmy takes the u.s title off of ray and um J jay takes the title off of gunther and then they get that at Survivor Series, that makes an awful lot of sense. And you know what? If they wanted to do a Bloodline four-way at Mania, right now I don't see a problem with that. Elite Biscuit says, pump for Raw after the J stuff tonight. Me too. Me too. I, I like that they, uh, they added him to that Raw roster. Dream Ninja says, I wish they would stop acting like Raquel is stronger. Raquel is strong, but Rhea is Jack. Trish taking those bumps is a legend. Just amazing. Well, listen, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mean, Mark Henry looks like he would be less strong than, you know, an awful lot of guys. But he was the world's strongest man. Like, just because you're yoked doesn't mean that you're stronger than somebody like that. One of the strongest people I ever trained with used to outmuscle a 250-pound heavyweight that we knew to be on steroids that would come and cross-train with us. You just never know. 
Ryan says, I thought top to bottom payback was a phenomenal show. Every match delivered. Best match was Becky and Trish. Also, do you think firing Punk will hurt AEW in the long run? From a merchandising, a licensing, and a viewership standpoint, I think it certainly could. However, from a roster standpoint, I think long-term, it's been shown that it's probably the best bet to uh, probably the best bet to let him go, or or at least you know absence makes the heart grow fonder. Hopefully that he can he can sort of make amends in the future, and they can do some work together, and everybody do it in a manner in which uh, there is no threat of physical violence. You know what I mean? Mm. But you know what, guys. Anything is possible in wrestling. Anything is possible in wrestling. N. Simmons says, people forget in story, Raquel beat Rhea in NXT. Listen, if you want to be stronger, I I got an idea for you. Athletic Greens. I've long sang the praises of athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, specifically AG1. Vitamins and minerals, pre and probiotics to help keep you from getting sick, that phytonutrient blend, the digestive support, that regulates your digestive system, the immunity support, the adaptogens, plus that energy and metabolic support. I'm going to tell you how it's affected me personally. Uh, my digestion is way better with AG1 through athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. I don't get sick nearly as much. I got those pre and probiotics, that immunity support. I take a lot less caffeine throughout the day because I've got that energy and metabolic support. Uh, my, my metabolism has increased and improved tenfold since using AG1. And as I always say, you want to be drinking your multivitamin. Right now, you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free travel packs when you go to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and get AG1. Uh, Whether I'm at home or on the road, one scoop or one pouch, eight ounces of water, drink it, you're good. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Guys, we are heading down the home stretch. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Please subscribe and please get in your super chats and get in your humper chats. Uh, BB says, haven't been to one of these streams in a minute. Love the show. Do you think Shinsuke will ever win a world title? In WWE, I don't. I think that time has come and gone. He has been in WWE for seven and a half years. And which is a much longer than a lot of people ever thought he was. If you would listen to people seven and a half years ago, yes, in his mid-30s, you would have thought that he was about a year or two away from breaking down and retiring. Uh, he's won a Royal Rumble. He has uh, challenged for the title at WrestleMania. He's had a good run of it. U.S. champ a couple times, IC champ a couple times, tag team champ. I don't think that he is going to get a world championship match. Van Twinblades, or he's not going to get a world championship win. Van Twinblade says he should have won. Joseph Correa says, thanks for all your hard work. Rollins is such a pro in that landslide spot. My goodness. So they really worked the story of the back here. And that was the story. And I thought that they did a pretty decent job with the quick build. Nakamura said, I know your secret. I know about your back. The comic book element to that entrance was so good. You had the great Muta at ringside. I was like, is he going to get involved? Is he going to spit some mist? What the hell is going to happen here? Didn't end up happening, but I thought the match was solid. I thought the entrances were good. I thought the build was decent. I don't know about for a pay-per-view main event, but I thought it was a pretty solid build. 
The landslide spot was phenomenal. Seth Rollins did one of his best frog splashes of all time, and the crowd was just like, oh, good. It was one of the best frog splashes I've seen in a long time. And it was just... Come on, man. Dalvin says, where do you think Shinsuke goes from here? What are the chances of him doing a series with Seth since he attacked him off air? I think the chances are pretty good, honestly, because WWE has gotten way back into the rematches. They just love doing rematches. Becky and Trish was a rematch. Uh, Austin Theory and Seth Rollins was or Austin Theory and Rey Mysterio was a rematch. Uh, Judgment Day and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have done this stuff a hundred times at this point. I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Seth Rollins getting the win. I feel like this match could have had a few minutes chopped off of it. It seemed like they went long. I know I know that the tag match was originally supposed to get about 25, and this one was supposed to get about 20, as reported on Fight Bills, FightfulSelect.com. Man, I'm even stumbling over my own plugs. Look at that. But um, I feel like this could have stood to be a little bit shorter. But overall, I thought it was really, really solid. They're going to set up Seth to sell that back for probably like a year. I would imagine a year from now, like SummerSlam, we're still talking about him selling the back. It's going to be like a Matt Jackson with his back, a DDP with his ribs type of thing. It's going to be a thing that we see get done a lot. Uh, as far as where Shinsuke goes from here, Ryan says, don't know if you saw it, but the following the show tonight, uh, Shinsuke attacked Seth and the crowd was chanting for Priest to cash in. I thought they were telegraphing or maybe not telegraphing, but alluding to the possibility of a cash in because they're like, good night, everybody. And they just stayed on the air for like, like a minute after that. It's like, bro, what? Uh, In-ring work on this was good. The only part that I looked at and I was like, eh, was the Seth Rollins shouting at Nakamura. Yeah, my back's hurt. My wife worries about me. You don't have to make her worry more. I was like, but he's a really great wrestler and an even better performer. And that's saying something because he's a fantastic wrestler. Seth Rollins retains. I think he's doing really good things for this, this title and in the short amount of time that he has held this title, it has served to be the thing that, that it's needed to be, which is, well, let's defend it. Let's get this shit on TV. He beat Damian priest in a match on raw. He beat Braun breaker on NXT. He beat Finn Balor at money in the bank. He beat Finn Balor again, by the way, that was another rematch. And then he beat Nakamura tonight. So he won that ma- that title th- less than three and a half months ago, and he's already defended it five times. Hell yeah, man. This is what we wanted because Roman hadn't been defending his title. Look, Roman ain't here tonight. Adam Weller says, Love Shinsuke and Seth. Felt like a muted room with a lack of air on collision. <laughs> Tempted to not buy all out not down with back-to-back pay-per-views. Well, Tony Khan did tell us on the media call, he tried to do a package thing, and he said it's something that he's thought about for a long time. 
and it just was an impossibility. I would imagine that they probably anticipated that they would have a streaming deal by now, and it just didn't happen. Rhea versus Becky or Bianca versus Rhea, which match has more appeal? Rhea versus Becky, I think, is the right move right now because they're on the same brand. And you can do Becky or Bianca versus Rhea another year, but there are there are WrestleMania main events there for Bianca, Rhea, and Rhea Becky by by far. Luis says last call for super chats and humper chats. Go ahead and get them in. Will says, is there a chance we get punk and seen at WrestleMania 40? Yeah, there's absolutely a chance. I was joking with somebody from WWE. They're like, oh, yeah, Survivor Series shaping up well, right? To make it clear, I don't know if CM Punk has a non-compete or anything associated with that. Matt Hennessy says, off topic, great work. Sammy and Jay did in the bloodline. Do you see them both getting a world title in WWE down the line? No, I don't see Jay Uso get. I could see Jay Uso getting the world heavyweight title. I don't think he's going to get the WWE title. However, um, I I don't think that that's necessarily going to happen. Sami Zayn, I could definitely see him winning a world title, and, and it being a real good feel good moment. And if you need to see what that would look like, the the NXT title reign or title win was was a good example of that as well. Guys, thank you all so much. You guys showed up here. I did this show solo. I I don't do a lot of these post-show solo, but man, I wanted to, and uh, you guys delivered for me. Thank you all so much. Tune in all out tomorrow night. We're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.